0: God is not in the magic business. God is the source of all wisdom and knowledge. A reoccurring message on God said, man said, is the principle of the inheritance found inside God's commandments. God is not sitting in the heavens with a bag of spells with which to harness the disobedient, but rather every commandment has inherent within it a blessing or a curse. Because God's word is perfect in truth, One who obeys inherits the blessing, the result of doing the right thing, and one who disobeys inherits the curse, the result of doing the wrong thing. It's just that simple. Consider Proverbs 26, verse 2, as the bird by wandering, as the swallow by flying, so the curse causeless shall not come. The Holy Bible was given to man by God to answer the questions the unredeemed continually ask. Where did I come from? Who am I? What is my purpose? Where am I going? And to show us the way of escape from an impending doom. It is an incontrovertible truth that inherent within each commandment of God is a blessing or curse. Our response to the revelation laid out by Jesus Christ in John 3.3 3 will be one final commandment of God whose inheritance will play out for all eternity. It reads, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except the man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Are you born again, born a second time, this time of the Spirit of God? Would you like a miraculous new beginning free of guilt and shame and with the supernatural power to trounce the bondages of sin? Jesus Christ is the way and your day of salvation is today. Your name has been called. Click on the further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Today will surely be the best day of your life. Now for today's subject. God said Genesis chapter 2:16 and 17, and the Lord God commanded the man saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. God said Genesis 3:22 through 24, and the Lord God said, Behold, the man is become as one of us, to know good and evil: and now lest he put forth his hand, and take also of the tree of life, and eat, and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him forth from the garden of Eden, to till the ground from whence he was taken. So he drove out the man, and he placed at the east of the garden of Eden cherubims, and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. God said, Romans chapter 5, verse 12, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. God said, Romans 5.21, That as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Man said, Adam's 930 years, Methuselah's 969 years, and Noah's 950 years, plus the idea of Adam and Eve's original immortality, is farcical. Now the record. The magnificent beauty of the inerrant truth discovered in God's Word defies a comprehensive definition. It is beyond verbalizing. When one considers that Revelation 19:13 states that Jesus Christ's name is the word of God by whom God created the entire universe and all its baffling secrets and that this feat was accomplished in 624 hour days just over 6000 years ago and that this was only the beginning the staggering reality of the verbalizing problem just begins to be understood Welcome to God Said, Man Said. This is feature article 622 that once again confirms the perfect veracity of Holy Writ. All of these features are archived on this site in text and streaming audio for the edification of the saints and as ammunition in the battle for the souls of men. Thank you for coming. May the face of our God shine upon you with light and truth. The biblical account of an original immortality enjoyed by Adam and Eve and lost as a result of sin is laughable to the unredeemed, and equally laughable to them is the scriptural record that the average age of man was 911 years during the first 1,656 years of the world's history. It is no surprise to the born-again that when God says yes, carnaldom emphatically says no. The carnal spirit is constantly trying to find a godless way. God Said Man Said has published multiple features concerning immortality and the historic record of 900-plus year lifespans. This feature is an update of science's latest entry in its quest to extend life and immortality itself. Several excerpts from past features will be interspersed in this feature to refresh your memory. Is it actually possible that man's lifespan after the fall and up until the flood during the time of Noah was 911 average years? The famous historian Josephus, who wrote directly after the time of Christ's earthly ministry, wrote this. Now, when Noah had lived 350 years after the flood, And at all that time, happily, he died having the number of nine hundred and fifty years. But let no one, upon comparing the lives of the ancients with our lives and with the few years which now live, think that we have said of them is false, or make the shortness of our lives at present an argument that neither did they attain to so long a duration of life. For those ancients were beloved of God and lately made by God himself and because their food was then fitter from the for the prolongation of life, might well live so great a number of years. And besides, God afforded them a longer time of life on account of their virtue and the good use they made of it in astronomical and geometrical discoveries, which would not have afforded the time of foretelling the periods of the stars unless they had lived 600 years for the great year is completed in that interval. Now I have witnesses to what I have said, all those that have written antiquities, both among the Greeks and barbarians. For even Manetho, who wrote the Egyptian history, and Barossus, who collected the Chaldean monuments, and Mochus and Hestius, and besides these, Hieronymus, the Egyptian, and those who composed the Phoenician history, agree to what I here say. Hes- Hesiod also, and Hecadius, and Alenicus and Oslius, and besides, Euphorus and Nicholas relate that the ancients lived a thousand years. But as to this matter, every one of you look unto themself and think as he sees fit, end of quote. 911 average years, yes. It is supremely important for the saints to know that God's word is true and righteous altogether. We are required to build and even to stake our lives upon it. Could something as fantastic as immortality be any more than a fairy tale? Is there some historic trail or scientific knowledge that establishes or points to such a concept? The answer to both questions is yes. As usual, the credibility of the word of God continues to be verified. Theorists in the scientific field of gerontology predict that one day we will have reached theoretic immortality. They based their predictions on two simple ideas. One, life expectancy for the American male was approximately 50 years in the year 1900. 100 years later, it rose to 74, a 48% increase. Two, knowledge is increasing. The following paragraph is the dean's message from the University of North Carolina Greensboro's website. We're all striving to keep up with the quantum leaps being made in all areas of knowledge. It is estimated that medical knowledge, for example, doubles every seven years, and scientific knowledge in the world is said to have doubled between 1450 and 1750, and then to have doubled again between 1750 and 1900. Between 1900 and 1950, human knowledge doubled once more, and then again from 1950 to 1975. Now it is believed that it doubles every 900 days. By the year 2020, global knowledge is predicted to double every 72 days. End of quote. The theory suggests that if you can live for the next 20 years, technology and understanding will have increased to such an extent that cures will be found for the physical problems you'll be experiencing at that time, extending your life by another 20 years. When you've lived your twenty year extension, technology and understanding theoretically will have again increased to cure the physical problems you'll be experiencing, extending your life even another twenty years, and so on. Now that's providing you're not murdered or killed in an auto accident, or killed by terrorists, etc. Of course, students of the scriptures know that Hebrews nine twenty seven reads, And it is appointed and as it is appointed unto man wants to die, but after this, the judgment. That settles it. However, the purpose of this article is to demonstrate that Adam and Eve's immortality was a very practical concept. New research now being conducted by Michael Rose, an evolutionary biologist at the University of California, is focusing on extending life. He is experimenting with fruit flies. Fruit flies are likely candidates because they reproduce rapidly and make it possible to see the generational effects of their experiments very quickly. In his laboratory, he has managed to double the lifespans of fruit flies, raising a lot of eyebrows. When he was asked how far this life extension would go on, he answered, the flies in my lab can potentially live forever, but of course they don't because they have a high likelihood of dying by accident. When the question shifted to the human lifespan and are there discernible limits, Rose said, not at all. I believe the limit of the human lifespan is the limit of human technology. The following excerpt is from the article in U.S. News and World Report titled The Cells of Immortality. It reads, over the past century, vaccines, antibiotics, and good sanitation have upped the average American's life expectancy by decades to today's 74 years for men and 79 for women. Now, new understanding of the genes and chemicals involved in aging may not only help humans live far past that age, but more importantly, may also help people retain health and strength in those latter years. The discovery of biological clocks ticking away in each of our cells And the knowledge of how to reset those clocks opened the possibility that a human would never die, at least not from old age, end of quote. Again, reiterating information we explained earlier about DNA, uh, the article continued. But even if everyone were to receive special longevity cells, each cell in the body nonetheless carries the plans for its eventual death right in its DNA. At the end of each chromosome is a long strand of nonsense DNA called a telomere. Each time a cell divides, the strand gets a bit shorter like a burning candle wick. When it runs out, the cell can no longer divide and is left to age and die. But scientists have found that the enzyme telomerase can rebuild the strand over and over again. With the help of this substance, Human cells have been enjoying immortality in a, pet, a petri dish at the Geron Corporation for more than 200 normal lifetimes, end of quote. World-renowned Dr. Sanjay Gupta wrote the following in his book, Chasing Life. All over the world and right in your backyard, there are people who are steadily pushing back the frontier of age. They are not content to simply wither away, becoming frail and feeling worthless. Instead, they are achieving a sort of practical immortality, living as long as they want to live and dying only when they are through living. Immortality is on the horizon and is within our reach for the first time. End of quote. Popular Science in the August 2011 issue published a feature titled The Man Who Would Stop Time. The article deals with the quest for immortality. A few excerpts follow. And last year, Harvard University researcher Ron Pino published two studies in the journal uh, Nature that have reframed the debate about telomerase activation. Pino created an ingenious model whereby he could turn telomerase off in a mouse and then restore it simply by administering or withholding a synthetic estrogen drug. In the first study the mice with turned off telomeres exhibited signs and symptoms of decrepitude akin to what we might endure at the age of 80 or 90 wrinkled skin sluggish intestines shrunken brain when telomere's production was turned back on the tissues rejuvenated within a month we treat these animals that were with the equivalent that were the equivalent pardon me of your grandmother DiPeno says and they became like young adults. He says he has expected to be able to stop or slow down the rate of aging. What he found was a proof of concept that living tissues could actually go back in time. End of quote. No theological dancing here. God's word discovered in the majority text authorized King James version of the Holy Bible is the inerrant truth. God said that Adam and Eve were to live forever forever. And that after the fall of even Adam, the average lifespan was 911 years, and science and history say yes. The following paragraphs are from the February 2013 feature of the magazine Life Extension. The headline on its front page reads, How Engineered Stem Cells May Enable Youthful Immortality. Several paragraphs from that feature's nine-page presentation follow. What you are about to read is a blueprint by which newly developing technologies may be used to induce biological immortality in human beings. This research goes far beyond what is normally published in Life Extension magazine. When perfected, the discoveries you are about to learn may enable doctors to inject progenitor cells that will regenerate every tissue of your body, thus restoring you to youthful health and vigor. Let's begin with the facts of life. And remember how an individual human uh, being comes to exist in the first place. The union of a sperm and egg cell leads to a unified cell, commonly called a zygote, which then divides into two cells, then four, and so on, until a small cluster of cells form, each of which has the power to become any of the cell types in the human body. Cells that have this power are said to be pluripotent, meaning they have power, potent, to become a variety, plurality, or pluri of cell types. These cells commit to the cell type they will eventually become. That is, each cell will commit to becoming a reproductive, a sperm or egg cell, or one of the body's many life-functioning cell types, such as muscle, blood, or brain cells. This process of cellular commitment is called differentiation. If pluripotent cells differentiate into sperm or egg cells, scientists say they are remaining in the germline. The germline is that lineage of cells that connects the generations and is the biological basis of the immortality of the species. When pluripotent germline cells commit to become one of the cell types of the body, we say they have differentiated into somatic cells. This differentiation seals their fate. These somatic cells are now mortal, even though up to this point they have been proliferating continuously for billions of years as germline cells. They will now become part of the body that is programmed to die, usually within 100 years. Those cells that went the germline route have the potential, though not certainty, that they may continue to in future generations indefinitely." Because they are not committed to a mortal fate, scientists say the cells are immortal. Most somatic cells lack sufficient telomeres, and so every time somatic cells proliferate, uh, they progressively shorten their telomeres. This functions as a clock mechanism, not unlike the burning of a fuse, and we refer to it in this article as the telomere clock of secular aging. However, in contrast to somatic cells, germline cells re telomere length appropriate uh, for the beginning of life due to the abundance of telomerase activity. In other words, we can take human somatic cells back to the embryonic germline state of immortal pluripotency without cloning or even making an embryo. Since such cells are not isolated from embryos, they are called induced pluripotent stem cells in order to distinguish them from embryonic stem cells. Most significantly, as previously reported in Life Extension Magazine, we demonstrated that it is possible to utilize these advances to not only revert a cell in the body back to the all-powerful pluripotent stem cell state, but also to activate telomerase and reset the clock of cell aging all the way back to the very beginning of life. As a result, the stage is now set to lift some cell from the body, perhaps from a sliver of skin from blood cells or from a hair pulled from the head, and then genetically manipulating that cell, returning, converting it to a continuously proliferating youthful line of stem cells. These rejuvenated cells, we believe, will be identical to the individual cell they, have de- they, they had developed from decades earlier. Since these iPS cells are now reverted back to the germline state, They can spin up new somatic cells of all types for an indefinite period of time. The summary reads, Very early in the course of human development, a small cluster of cells form, each of which has the power to become any of the cell types in the human body. Cells that have this power are said to be pluripotent, meaning they have power, potent, to become a variety, plurality, or pluri, of cell types. These cells commit to the cell type they will eventually become, that is, each cell will commit to becoming a reproductive cell, or one of the body's many somatic or life-functioning cell types, such as muscle, blood, or brain cells. If pluripotent cells differentiate into sperm or egg cells, they are remaining in the germline, that lineage of cells that connects the generations and is the biological basis of the immortality of the species. When cells make the decision to become somatic, they turn off telomerase, an enzyme that synthesizes a repeated sequence of DNA over and over again at the end of DNA strands needed to maintain cellular viability. A recent discovery showed that the use of just a handful of molecules can effectively restore aged somatic cells back to pluripotency. It is possible. To utilize these advances to not only revert a cell in the body back to the all-powerful pluripotent stem cell state, but also to activate telomeres and reset the clock of cell aging all the way back to the very beginning of life. End of quote. Adam and Eve were to live forever. After the fall in the Garden of Eden and up to the global flood in the days of Noah, man's average lifespan was 911 years. Science and history confirms the possibilities. Next week, part two, something happened on the inside. God said, Genesis chapter two sixteen and 17, and the Lord God commanded the man saying, of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. God said, Genesis three twenty two through 24. And the Lord God said, Behold, the man is become as one of us to know good and evil. And now, lest he put forth his hand, and take also of the tree of life, and eat, and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him forth from the garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. So he drove out the man and he placed at the east of the garden of eden cherubims and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life god said romans 5:12 wherefore as by one man sin entered into the world and death by sin and so death passed upon all men for that all have sinned god said romans 5:21 that as sin hath reigned unto death even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Man said, Adam's 930 years, Methuselah's 969 years, and Noah's 950 years, plus the idea of Adam and Eve's original immortality is farcical. Now you have the record.